Welcome back into the Inside the Pylon Mock War Room Draft. Chuck Zada here as your host, uh, your shepherd through this entire process. Uh, we now come to the Indianapolis Colts picking at number 18. Last three picks off the board in case you missed them on the last couple episodes. Darren Lee going to Los Angeles. Andrew Billings going to Detroit. And Kevin Dodd over to Atlanta. You can certainly check those out if you did miss those. Uh, We now turn to the Colts, though, and the Colts this year, headed up by Lance Poyer. Uh, And Lance, I'd like you to uh, introduce us to your team uh, that you're now leading as GM. All righty. I want to thank you real quick for the opportunity. And for the Colts, we've got uh, Brian Krosky (laughs) at head coach. And then uh, it was Grant at offense grant's inning on on uh offensive coordinator and alex jacobson at defensive coordinator outstanding well as you know you do have 15 minutes to make this pick here and uh i will give you some warnings as the time is going as it's ticking down just so that you can get your pick in within the allotted time but the indianapolis colts are now officially on the clock you have 15 minutes to make your pick all right fellas uh, so the three we had narrowed it down to, there's one left. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, right now, a quick, as as he was kind of going through the picks, I already had like a preset for it. Right now, I think there's like, there's four targets. Noah Spence, Reggie Raglan, Taylor Decker, and um, who's the center from Alabama? Ryan Kelly. Ryan Kelly. Those are the four targets right now. Unless anyone else says anything else, we can kind of work away at these four. Yeah, no, that's all I got. That's all I got. I mean, at this at this point in where we're at, you know, we're, we okay. So we can look at what the perception is of Indianapolis Colts from a just about everyone's perception is that the offensive line needs a tackle. You look at every mock draft; it's Taylor Decker, it's Jack Conklin. Let's just be real here and say that the tackles last year were actually fine. Joe Wrights gave up two pressures to Von Miller in a game. Um, and he really, he, I think he gave up, you know, maybe two sacks, three sacks all year. He played very good at right tackle. The offensive line problems stem from the interior. Now, as the offensive guy, I'm looking at Ryan Kelly very, very heavily. Ryan Kelly is the best center in this draft, and it's not even close. It's also pick 18, which a few years ago the Cowboys took Travis Frederick, and that began that that began their offensive line's ascension into the top ranks. You know that might be a good pick for us, but at the same time we need almost every position on defense. So there's a lot to talk about. Absolutely, I think right now, um, I think I think we're pretty lucky that Noah Spence fell to us when I, we- when Chuck was uh, saying the Falcons picks. I was expecting Spence over Dodd, and I'm pretty happy. But obviously the big thing with Spence is the off the field. Yeah, and that's prevented the Colts in the past from taking – they have a strict no policy of not taking red character flags in the first round. But with a guy like Spence that fits the need, the biggest need on the team, I think we can all agree, with that type of player, I think he has to be seriously considered with this pick. Oh, yeah, go ahead, Grant. I was going to say, I mean, and everything that we've read, you know, going into the process is he's passed every drug test for two years. He's asked to take more drug tests to clear his name. He's, I mean, he dominated 
you know, Eastern Kentucky every game, you know, he was, he was the best person on the field and it wasn't close. I don't think so. I mean, there's, I mean, but at the same time that those red flag things are there and, you know, there's the perception of the horseshoe guy, you know, you know, is he the horseshoe guy? You know, that would be, that'd be the, that'd be the tough question. Lance, how do you feel about Spencer's red flags and his off-the-field things from Ohio State? Um, obviously, it's a concern. Like you guys just touched on, I mean, he's been clean and steady for a while. Um, so, I mean, like, yes, it was an issue, but it's not like it happened just now, you know? Mm-hmm. It's not like he missed not like he missed this year with a with a crazy suspension. He, he was yeah, dumb and he dealt with thing. it, and he's, you know, I – I I would okay this pick. I would feel comfortable doing it. And we, go ahead. As, as I say, another thing you know, you talk about Spence is something. Uh, one of the things that I liked about you know in my process of watching Spence, looking up Spence. I'm not going to say I'm a scout by any means. You know, here I'm not. You know, I'm not trying to interview his friends and his family. <laughs> but you know, there was a tweet when um, Ohio State won the national championship last year. He tweeted, "I should have been out there." So you know he's got a chip on his shoulder. You know he's hungry. So, and and like you said, he fits the biggest need. I mean, when we look at our outside linebacking core, we've got Robert Mathis, Eric Walden, Trent Cole, and uh, maybe there's another guy. There's a fourth guy. I don't even know his name. Yeah. And the and, thing with Spence is I'm not really – I'm. I'm a little hesitant on it, but I'm not going to hold it against him for playing at Eastern Kentucky and who he played against. Like, I know, I mean, he still played against, I want to say, North Carolina State. I know he had a good game against them. He still played against Kentucky. So it's not, I mean, he really, there was a couple, it's mostly in the conference games where he was playing up against lesser uh, competition. But really, they, uh, EKU still really played some tough, some tougher non-conference games and i think he's shown and even go to ohio state like he was playing with the best of the best and he was a freshman at that point okay so what about on the other side reggie ragland Mm -hmm. yeah reggie ragland's a guy i think we need to seriously consider here i know he did not do that well at the combine i thought he timed pretty well in the 40 for what people thought but he is going to fit this defense perfectly in the dequell jackson role and we don't know dequell jackson's future yet whether Sanctions will be placed upon him for his actions with the pizza guy assault. That has still yet to work itself out. Um, but besides that, you Jackson is, of course, not the player that he was signed to be. And I think Ragland would be an immediate upgrade and a player that could be part of his defense for the future long term. Absolutely. Losing Darrell Freeman in free agency was very tough. And people are going to harp on Ragland's lack of explosiveness. I guess he's not really the sideline to sideline kind of guy that Darren Lee or Miles Jack are. But the one thing that just keeps bringing me back to Reggie Ragland is that he missed three tackles all year in the free. He's as sure SEC. fundamentally as any linebacker. Uh-huh. Absolutely. His stack and shed is amazing. He wraps up from the toughest angles. And at just as the Colts, the Colts have always struggled in their second level tackling. It has been one of the worst things about this team for the last 10 years plus, and having a sure tackler on that team absolutely changes everything. And, and you know, realistically, our, our defensive line was upgraded last year with the acquisition of Kendall Langford, Henry Anderson, David Perry. 
So Arthur we are Jones, Zach Arthur Kirk. Jones is coming back. Yep. Yeah, Zach Kerr. You know, so you know those lanes are going to be there where he's going to have. You know, there's going to be a good where he's going to be able to. You know, pick a spot and just lock it down. You know, and, and another good like thing he, about it's not like he's not used to it playing at Alabama where he's playing in front of good. You don't. It's not a reason like oh he's playing in front of good players now but he knows what it's like to have those lanes it's not going to be something new that he has to adapt to and playing in those lanes he is besides tackling fundamentally he's also very disciplined in his gap he's not going to let you cut back on him and dangerously and that's something that the Colts have been prone to over the years and he would be in a really big upgrade in that field and when and we I- talk about his I guess if you want to talk about besides the run him in the past coverage, like he's still very good. He's not fast. He's not backpedaling or going sideline to sideline as fast. But when you talk about zone coverage or even possible man coverage with linebackers in that middle of the field area, it's not so much how fast you're moving your feet and how fast you're moving your hips, but like the ratio to doing that when you're doing it with your eyes and being at the right place at the right time. Seven right. minutes Colts remaining. Are, the Colts okay. in their cover one scheme, which is what defense they play the most, they usually have if they're not bringing pressure. They'll have one of their linebackers in man-to-man coverage and the other linebacker in a zone drop, and I think that's something that Raglan can do well. Mm-hmm. And and I'm not worried about his long speed per se. When you look on tape, he's got very good short area quickness, and that you know that's very important. That's the most linebacker. important thing for a linebacker, right? It, it is, and he's he's not bad at that at all. So I mean, I again, that's he's he's someone we'd have to consider. We'd have to kind of look and see where we're at, and like, are we comfortable taking? You know, Spence with his off the field issues. If we're not, you know, do we look at Reggie Ragland or do we, or do we go back and let's move to another player? We we talk about Ryan Kelly. Ryan Kelly's plug and play center for ten years. I, you know, I have no doubt about that. He's 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 mean. He's smart. He's tough. I mean, he's everything you want to say about offensive linemen, and he fits. You know that that's probably the worst spot on our offensive line. You know, obviously, is center, center or right guard. Don't want to take a right guard here in the first round right now. But when you look at Ryan Kelly, he's really, really good, and he fits. He fit, it would be an immediate. You know, it's a plug and play upgrade. And are we looking for that, or are we looking for you know the upside? I don't know. Lance, I want to ask you a question. Uh, I know we didn't really get your thoughts on Ragland yet, but I really, I think we should limit it down to defense because I understand Ryan Kelly's really, really good. But if I can get a Jack Allen or Nick Martin in round three, if I can get a Kyle Friend from Temple in round five or six, I'm taking that. If I can't get someone like a Noah Spencer or Reggie Ragland, like a poor man of those in the later rounds, so I really think I think we should be focusing on Spencer Ragland. What are your thoughts on that? That's exactly what I was thinking. Colts' biggest need, obviously, uh, is defense, and they've got so many more holes here, and you can get such mm-hmm. a big upgrade with, uh, you know, Spencer Ragland. Um, real quick, uh, what are you guys' thoughts on Will Jackson? We, I, I know I like Will Jackson, but I don't want to take a cornerback in the first round unless it's Hargraves or Ramsey. William Jackson, maybe if it was lower. I like how he plays the ball in the air, but there, I just don't know if there's enough there for me to want to take him at 18. If yeah. Spence, if if there if things played out differently and maybe I don't know maybe the quarterbacks didn't go as high and other teams were taking more defensive players and he was there probably, but not with Spence and Raglan on the board. Yeah, I agree. Okay, so we're pretty much between Spence and Raglan. 
Uh, I didn't get your thoughts on Raglan Lance. Oh, no, you're fine. Um, I'm not uh, as big of a Raglan fan as what I should be, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know, I guess. I I just, I don't know. Something with his speed just doesn't really. He, he is an excellent player mm-hmm. as long as you keep him close to the line of scrimmage. That's my big thing. Um, I'll be honest, I don't know much. I don't know enough about the Colts defense to say whether that's something he can uh-huh. do or not do. Um, but I mean, he is obviously a player to consider here. It's not, you know, Spencer nothing. Yep. Um, I, I, in this particular instance, I prefer Spence. I think, uh, like someone said earlier, we're lucky he's here right now. Yep. Uh, I think he's obviously regarding player value. He's obviously the most valuable player here. Yeah, um, I think we got. I think we got two minutes left. Yeah, you've got three minutes at this point. Three minutes. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I like Ragland. I know we talked about it, but I don't. The other thing with Spence is it, if you have Spence on the field, that it's going to take pressure off of inside linebackers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. And you know, and there's also we can also say you know I'm a big fan of Blake Martinez. Uh, from Stanford, you know yeah, he's but, he's he's going to be available, in, and he's he's a poor man's version of Reggie Ragland. If we're just Alex, gonna... don't you like Deion Jones? Yeah, Deion Jones is he's more of the he would be more of the Jarrell Freeman, the weak side. Not he doesn't really fit that mold, but he would still be a good value. And I think I know I've said a lot that Seal Moore is a big wild card here because of the success he had with the Raiders. Yeah. And very, Moore, very, Nate Irving, all those guys. Exactly. I think the Colts, especially more younger, like the, Col- the Colts inside linebacker, outside linebacker talent, the depth-wise is probably equal, but I'm taking the youth with the, inside, with the inside linebackers right now. I know Nate Irving's not that young, but even what he's shown with C.O. Moore still being a little bit of a younger guy, I really think this is Spence right here. The Colts just haven't had that. I mean, Mathis had that one great year when he returned, but... Colts just haven't had that guy, and Spence, I don't know if he can be the guy, but right now I'm willing to take the chance that he will be that guy. Yeah, no, I, I'm i with you. He, I mean, you know, people ragged on his combine. He tested as an average to slightly above average athlete. It's pick 18. It's a it's a spot of need. He's, yeah. in, my, in my opinion, like right after Bosa and Lawson, like he's the number three addresser guy. I don't think he's elite. I know a lot of people are talking up, but right now he's, He's shown what he did as a freshman with his speed. He added a little more power, I think, to his games going to EKU. So I really like what he has here. I think he's that. I think he's a mid first round pick. I don't. I wouldn't. Wouldn't have taken him top ten, but right here at eighteen, I'm very comfortable with Spence. I think the bottom line here is that Ragland is as good of a player he is. He's not going to change your defense and make it well. terrifying. But. If you are not terrifying, but not going to make it into a top unit single-handedly, I think that Noah Spence has that potential because a pass rush can change your defense so much. One right, minute GM. remaining. Yep. All right, GM. Coach wants Spence. Both coordinators want Spence. Is Spence the pick? All right, Spence. It is. All right. Noah Spence off the board to the Indianapolis Colts. Here we go now to Shane Alexander. Shane, looking at the pick, a little bit of a uh, defensive run developing here. We've now had seven straight picks on defense. What do you make of Spence to uh, the Colts? I really like the pick. Um, I I just did a a mock draft myself, and I mocked him there. I'm a huge fan of Noah Spence. I was a big fan two years ago when he was at Ohio State before he got kicked off the team. Uh, Didn't get to catch a lot of live tape at Eastern Kentucky, but I was at the Senior Bowl game and, and watched him tear that up. 
The counter argument is um, he didn't face a lot of high-end opponents at the Senior Bowl, and then people make a lot about the fact that he didn't really test well. I say that he is a an ideal 34 outside linebacker. He fits a need that the Indianapolis Colts need to address. They need to get back to playing some some defense and, and taking pressure off that offense they spend a lot of capital on. Um, I think this is a good sweet spot for him. He's a guy that's a quick twitch guy. Um, he's gonna he loves to stand up and rush off the edge. It was apparent at the Senior Bowl, so he's gonna fit what they want to do. And um, you know he's kind of the new era. They've had Robert Mathis. They've had Dwight Freeney. I think they transitioned to Noah Spence, and it's a good move. Shane, I hate to bring this up, but with any prospect with his uh, record in terms of failed drug tests as well as uh, the, uh, the, the, the alcohol intoxication arrest back in 2015, do the off-field things make him a question mark to go this high? Yeah, that's an answer that I can't fully give, but I know that Bruce Feldman, the uh, acclaimed writer for Fox Sports, he's, he's been all over. Um, he wrote a big piece on him early football season. It was kind of his coming out piece since being in Eastern Kentucky, and it really tried to alleviate some of those issues and show his growth. But I did hear on, on Twitter that at the Combine, he didn't perform well in interviews, and you think, well, you know, maybe sometimes you freak out in those settings and don't always say the right thing. Maybe it's semantics. It's something I can't answer in full. I've heard good things, uh, and I hope um, that those, those questions have been alleviated. But, you know, some teams won't have him on their board at all, and we don't know if Indianapolis is one of them. In this exercise, he was on the board. They did take him. So if everything checks out on the field, I think he's a spectacular pick. Yeah, it's something you, you never really know. For every every guy like an Alden Smith who continues to struggle with problems in the NFL, there's a Tyron Matthew who's able to turn himself around and become an absolute star. So, Mark, let's look at this from the perspective of fitting inside Indy's uh, scheme. What do you see in terms of how they could potentially deploy Spence in that Indianapolis defense? Well, I mean, I think you can do a number of things with them. I mean, Indy's primarily a 3-4 team, although, you know, teams with edge guys like Spence that can, you know, go in a two-point, that can, you know, put their hand in the dirt and rush from a three-point stance, you can kind of shift from that, you know, three-man front to a four-man front pretty quickly. Spence is that guy that I think can do that. He can, you know, operate from a two-point stance. He can get down, put his hand in the dirt, and rush off the edge. Where I think he'll need to show some improvement, the one area of concern that I have with this pick is if you're going to make him primarily a 3-4 outside linebacker, he's going to have to work on coverage a bit. He's going to have to be able to drop into the hook curl zone, the hook flat zone, and, you know, be able to, you know, make some plays underneath in the passing game. You can use him primarily as a rush linebacker, and I, I bet that's what they'll do with him. But he's going to need to have that club in his bag for when teams try to scheme around that. If they, you know, try to, you know, force him into situations where he's going to have to cover, he's going to be able to respond. Shane, looking at the overall package here, uh, one thing that does stand out to me: a little bit shorter than you'd like to see in a defensive end. Typically, I think he uh, checked in at six two. A lot of teams look for guys in that six four to six five range. Any concern there from uh, just a height perspective and, b- and ability to add bulk as well? Maybe you'd like him to add a little bit of weight, but you know, I watch, like I say, at the Senior Bowl, I was watching him. I think off the line of scrimmage, uh, he's got really good technique. Like I said, quick twitch, as uh, Mike might would say, he's quicker than fast. Um, get him in the NFL weight room, the NFL program, let him bulk up a little bit. I think he'll be fine. Uh, you can pick it apart, you know, a little bit, but um, he likes to one-arm guys. You know, he makes his body wide by going one arm, uh, makes himself longer. So that's a way to alleviate that. Get him in the strength and conditioning program. I think he'll be all right. Very good, Shane Alexander and Mark Schofield. Appreciate the time from both of you today. Noah Spence, defensive end from Eastern Kentucky, off the board at 19 to the Indianapolis Colts tomorrow. 
We kick over to the AFC East. The Buffalo Bills on the clock now in the inside the pylon mock war room draft. 